0: Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Wednesday, November 27th. We are the day before Thanksgiving. We're in the middle of... Uh, of, uh, oh, the last Sunday of the church year and the first Sunday in Advent of our new church year. So much happening this week, so much going on in both our, um, American culture and our, our church year. So we get to talk about both of those things today. Uh, first up, we'll talk about the, um, upcoming season of Advent, uh, the first Sunday in Advent, what we can look forward to in the lectionary, the readings, the hymns, uh, the prayers, the beautiful prayers of Advent. And then in our second segment, we'll talk a little bit about, um american culture thanksgiving uh shopping and uh and where we find ourselves how we how we um conduct ourselves as christians during these next several days of of our american cultural season thanks to our underwriter concordia university wisconsin for your support of the coffee hour you can find out more about them at cuw.edu live uncommon Joining me by phone today, Pastor Ryan Tanetti, pastor of Trinity Lutheran Church in Arcadia, Michigan, uh, one of the most beautiful places on earth, I think. Uh, in, welcome, <laughs> welcome, Pastor. Thanks for joining me. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Sarah. How is it in Arcadia today? Did you guys get a lot of snow?
1: We did. We got that no, early November snow that I think a lot of the country, the Midwest, did. So we had like uh, you know a foot on Veterans Day, but it has all melted off and. Um, yeah, much to the dismay of my kids, but I know that we'll have more coming.
0: Yeah, you'll have more. It's only November.
1: <laughs> it's exactly right.
0: So we have we have the first Sunday in Advent coming up, a new church year. Um, we're going to uh, what is it? Series A for all of our three-year lectionary uh, mm-hmm. fans, and and the one-year lectionary, of course, stays the same every year. Um, right. What are some of the so what are some of the themes that we have on this first Sunday in Advent?
1: Well, first of all, can we just say like with the apologies to Christmas, Advent is really the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> it is <pretty> I great. <laughs> I love the season of Advent. Um it just gets me so excited. Some of our best hymns and just I love how countercultural it is. Mm-hmm. And that kind of gets to the the themes of Advent. And what what I mean by that is that um the season of Advent is all about that time of expectation and waiting and anticipation which runs so contrary to our instant gratification society that we want everything right now we've come to expect that and like i mean to be honest we all kind of have that right i mean mm-hmm. um, you know i uh... when you're watching a show on netflix like you finish the show and immediately the next one starts. have you noticed it seems like they're kind of ramping that up oh, um, yeah.
0: They, it, but, it doesn't give you any time to pause. It just it doesn't keeps give you going.
1: Any, <laughs> one yet. Can I you know, enjoy that incredible episode of The Crown for a second? But uh-huh. um the theme of the season of Advent, the overarching theme, is that sense of anticipation and preparation, and. To a certain extent, that preparation for the celebration of our Lord's incarnation and his first coming, but also and even more so, and this really comes out in this first Sunday in Advent, of his second coming. We are to be prepared, to be watchful for Jesus' return. And one of the texts that overlaps with both the one- and the three-year lectionary is the epistle lesson from Romans 13, where Paul is saying, look, salvation is near to us now than when we first believed. Stay awake! Don't fall asleep, you know, so don't have too much turkey and wine on Thanksgiving. Like, <laughs> stay awake, stay alert. You don't need that that kind of tryptophan for the soul um so that's really comes out i think um and then also uh, with the the gospel reading from matthew 24 in the three-year le- three-year lectionary um jesus uh, admonishing his disciples you know keep vigil stay awake stay alert you don't know when this return is going to happen
0: mm-hmm. and we we are entering a time in the church here when uh, the reading some of the readings and the hymns do overlap between the two lectionaries um and one of them uh is is the the gospel reading for the one-year lectionary, the alternate for the three-year. That's the triumphal entry. Uh, why, right. why do we hear about the triumphal entry when we're in Advent?
1: Yeah, what's Palm Sunday doing at the <laughs> beginning of the of the church year? Well, so I, I used to serve at a parish that uh, we used the one-year lectionary, and I've thought a lot about this, and historically I can't give you the rationale, Sarah, but theologically I think there's something really neat going on here, which is, well, you might think of it like this. In the old epic poems and ballads, whether it be Homer or Virgil or what have you, many times they would start what they would call in media race or in the middle of things. And it was so like you'd get thrown right into the action. I mean, modern movies and shows will do this as well. You get thrown right into the middle of the action, which kind of heightens the sense of of drama for the whole thing and also sort of gives you a cue of what's at stake. What What is this story really about? And I think by starting with the triumphal entry, it gives, gives us the sense that there is this epic story of the coming of the kingdom of God. That's, what's, that's what the whole Bible is about. That's what all of history is about. And that's what the church year is conveying to us. So that at the very beginning, we're starting in the middle of things with the coming of the King. Behold, your King is coming to you, righteous and you know humble, and mounted on a donkey. Um, this is the story that the Scriptures tell. This is the story that the Church here tells. This is the story that the Church tells. The coming of our humble, righteous King. So I think it's a really neat way to begin. For those who have eyes to see it,
0: mm-hmm. that's a wonderful thing to think about uh, for all of our, uh, who, for everyone who has that uh, that gospel reading this Sunday to to kind of be be in the midst of of the story as we come into the season of Advent. And yeah. So for our for our one year lectionary friends, um, we we may see the the, the name Ad um as yeah. the name of this Sunday. What what does that mean? And we'll get to the connection to the to the collect in a minute.
1: Right. Well, so here's where like three-year people just have to admit like the one year is just superior because (laughs) it has all these cool Latin names. Uh So... Um, for the first Sunday in Advent, as with most of the Sundays, almost all the Sundays that have those Latin names in the season of Advent and Lent mm-hmm. and, uh, the, what's called pre-Lent or the Gesmatide, um, the name comes from the introit and mm-hmm. the first, um, phrase of the introit from the Latin. So, ad te Lavavi, um, to you I lift up. So, I, uh, it's Psalm 25, I believe, um, and that's, you know, the source of the introit, mm-hmm. um, to you I lift up my soul, O Lord. And, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful kind of um, catchphrase or keynote for the service as a whole, not just on the first Sunday in Advent, but wherever that's used. I mean, uh, a natural one is the third Sunday in Advent as well, Gaudete, mm-hmm. um, rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. And something similar in Lent, we'll have to come back, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Lent time. But Leitare, the fourth Sunday in Lent, rejoice, rejoice, a lot of rejoicing going on. So that's the uh, Adte Lavavi. to you I lift up.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of lifting up uh, in the propers for this yeah. Sunday, in, in the Alleluia and the Gradual, and, and all of these things is lifting up and being ready. Um, and another thing that, that, I, uh, that I, I love about Advent is the Collect, the Stir, stir Up, up Collects. Uh, talk a little bit about the Collect for this Sunday. Uh, what is it? Yeah. Stir Up Your Power, O Lord, and Come.
1: Right. So this week, it's and this is, again, um, it's the same with both the one-year and the, the three-year lectionary, the mm-hmm. three-year borrows from the, the one-year propers here. So stir up your power, O Lord, and come that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. Like, if you didn't already have a sense that you're entering into an epic story, <laughs> um, you certainly get it when you start to hear these colics and pray these colics, like, Lord, we are in the midst of this... this Great drama that's playing out right around us. Stir up your power and come. And at my church this Sunday, and a lot of churches will be singing um, for the first time for the season. O come, O come, Emmanuel you know, um, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here. You get this sense that we're surrounded by darkness. We're living in exile. Even if we're in beautiful Arcadia or St. Louis, Missouri, we're still living in the midst of exile because we're awaiting the full coming of the kingdom and the return of our Lord Jesus. So you really get that sense from the the colics, from the prayers of the day.
0: Absolutely. And you mentioned uh, uh, the the great Okuma-Kuma manual, uh the great uh, hymn of Advent. We get to sing a, a lot of it uh, during the season of mm-hmm. Advent. Um, there are so many great hymns, and we we won't get to nearly any of them in the next minute and a half. And that's okay. Um, but the hymn of the day for Sunday, I believe, is uh, Savior of the Nations. Come. Savior of the Nations, yes. Yeah. Yes, what, what should we pay attention to in this hymn? Oh,
1: okay. So I can just... <laughs> kind to stick with that theme of that sense of the epic coming of the King. I mean, uh, verse four of the hymn. Then, then stepped forth the Lord of all from his pure and kingly hall. God of God yet fully man, his heroic course began. I realize I'm not a good singer, but I can't help myself. Sarah. Hey, that's all right. That's, that's cool. <laughs> uh, his heroic course began in this picture. I mean, people would think that's kind of weird. It's basically talking about Jesus being born, coming out from the womb, and usually, you know, the kid's coming out, he's crying, but Jesus mm-hmm. comes out and he's ready to claim his scepter and to step forth with his heroic course. So, as you're uh, singing that and praying that, you know, when you sing, you pray twice um, this weekend. Just. Capture that sense of, wow, this is this is the king taking back the throne. I mean, you think Lord of the Rings, you know, for, for us nerds out there. Um, <laughs> the the return of the king. The king is coming back to reclaim his throne. Eye to eye shall see, Isaiah 52, the king, uh, the Lord returning to Zion. The king is taking back the throne. It's a powerful image, and uh, just enjoy, relish it this weekend and, and throughout the season.
0: Absolutely. All of this wonderful imagery uh, that we get to hear about, read about, sing about, pray um, in in this first Sunday of Advent. Um, I'm really excited for Advent. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Uh, Pastor, thanks so much for joining me to uh, run through uh, what we're going to look forward to this Sunday and the first Sunday of Advent.
1: My pleasure. Thanks so much, Sarah.
0: More Coffee Hour coming up next.